Good morning, everyone. The veil between the worlds is its thinnest right around this time of the year. I could almost put a date on it. October 31st, Halloween or Samhain. My faith tradition, as well as many others, dresses up in costumes on Halloween. We have parties, we carve pumpkins, sing and dance. Don't forget the delicious snacks and beverages that start with the veil becoming thin, hot chocolate, apple cider, and a venti pumpkin spice latte. Please and thank you. Time's long forgotten, then remembered. Samhain was believed to be the time when the veil between the two worlds was at its thinnest. The world of the known and the unknown, the seen and the unseen, and the living and the non-living. Part of my current faith tradition around this time of the year involves a silent supper. The silent supper involves a lot of planning, including favorite foods being one of them. It also involves decorations and planning a big party. Things that, even though may feel like are taking up a lot of your time now, will pay off for you in the end. At this silent supper, I'm asked to invite a relative who, or a friend who has crossed to the other side of the veil between the two worlds. Who shall you invite this year to sit next to you at a meal while you sit with everyone else at the table at silence? We use mindfulness and meditation while we eat our dinner, getting into contact with our beloved dead. Our ancestors can help us out at this time of the year when they, we guide them back to us with the aid of carved pumpkins, turnips, or lights specially set up to invite them back. All of these customs live on today. The offerings of food we give to the trick-or-treaters that each come to our houses. The spirits of the dead become the costumes we wear. These are the ghosts, skeletons, and vampires that we eagerly and willingly sport. These monsters are our costumes. We should not be afraid of the spirits of the dead, as they are our friends, family, ancestors, those who also gave us life. We refer them, to them as our beloved dead. To the people that follow the faith tradition of paganism, death is a natural part of life. If nobody died, there would not be enough room on the planet for new things to be born. No change or growth would be available. Within that, death is a gift to the goddess. Nobody really knows what happens when we die, but most pagans believe that our spirits go on living in some other way, while our bodies return to the physical elements of the earth and help sustain other life. There are many beautiful names for where our spirits go. Summerland, where it is always summer and never winter. The land of youth, where spirits grow younger and younger until they are ready to be reborn. Another name is Avalon, or Isle of the Apples, where the dead wander in the orchards of the goddess, whose trees bear fruit and flowers at the same time. However we want to imagine this place, we think of it as peaceful and serene, a place of peace and rest where we can stay until we are ready to be reborn again. Perhaps as another person, maybe an animal, or even a tree. In each life we learn lessons so our spirits are always growing wiser. Summer is also on New Year's Day. It may see, seem strange to have a New Year's Eve celebration to be happening in fall when the days are becoming colder and shorter, but death and birth are two sides of the same coin. We think about hope as well as change and what the New Year would bring. I would like to challenge you to think of one thing you would like to ask for this Samhain. Altars. We also redecorate our ancestor altars during this holiday. We, being my husband and I, set up a large ancestor altar that we decorate with symbols of the season. Gourds, pumpkins, leaves, and pomegranates. Photographs, candles, plus other items that had significance to those in life who we are honoring often adorn the altar as well. 
I have a pair of earrings that were my grandmother's that have a permanent place on my altar. Sorry. The story of Persephone is often interpreted as the story of the seasons changing from Mythopedia. Persephone, also known as Kore, or Maiden, oh, sorry, was the daughter of Zeus and Demeter. Her mythology tells of how she was abducted by Hades one day while picking flowers. Demeter, distraught, wandered the entire world in search of her daughter. When Demeter at last located Persephone in the underworld, she demanded that her daughter be returned, but Hades had tricked her into eating a pomegranate while she was in the underworld. Thus, although Persephone was allowed to spend part of the year on Olympus with her mother, she was forced to spend the other part of the year in the underworld as Hades' bride. As the wife of Hades, Persephone was the queen of the underworld. She is also associated with spring, girlhood, and marriage. She is often worshipped along with her mother Demeter, for example, in the Illusion Mysteries from California, California Psychics. What is the thinning veil? Between our world and the spirit world, there is something known as liminal space. The word liminal stems from the Latin lumen, meaning threshold. Liminal space denotes a time and space where the physical world and the spirit world. This is what we call the veil. From the end of October through the beginning of November, the days surrounding Halloween and Samhain, that veil is the thinnest, making its most natural time to connect with spirit. Veils are often thinnest, are also thinnest in places where ecosystems and elements, earth, air, fire, and water meet. This includes sites like waterfalls, earth and water, and volcanoes, inner fire and outer earth. There are places in the world where the veil is perpetually thin, making it easier to connect with the spirit world year-round. Generally speaking, the larger the space, the thinner the veil can be, but not always. Larger areas where the veil is lifted or even non-existent are known as vortices. Some of these places may sound familiar. Sedona in Arizona, Ayers Rock in Australia, and Stonehenge in England, just to name a few. To the ancient Celts, or Celts, Samhain signified the last harvest and the beginning of the new year. It is the space and time between summer and winter, the time of the harvest, Although we celebrate both Halloween and Samhain in the days between October and November, you may start to feel the veil thinning as early as September. After all, September is Virgo season, sign of the harvest maiden. What you can do. So you may be asking, what can I do to celebrate or take advantage of this unique time of season? These nights will be best spent with family or friends, or alone with your thoughts as the hermit card suggests, or others at a trunk or treat party this afternoon keeping the flame on in your heart, mind, and soul, and saying your thanks for the ancestors that have helped you to, to be right where you are today. So put on a costume, carve some pumpkins, sit in silence with your own beloved dead, and don't forget to have a venti pumpkin spice latte. Blessed be.